Uh, good morning, church. Good morning, church. <laughs> yeah, it's much better. Please turn with me to Colossians chapter 1. Colossians chapter 1. And we're going to look at from verse 15 all the way to verse 20. Colossians chapter 1, verse 15, and all the way to verse 20. He's the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of all creation. For by him all things were created in heaven and on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or dominions or rulers or authorities, all things were created through him and for him. And he is before all things, and in him all things hold together. He is the head of the body, the church. He is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, that in everything he might be preeminent. For in him all the fullness of God was pleased to dwell, and through him to reconcile to himself all things, whether on earth or in heaven, making peace by the blood of his cross. Amen. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for your word, and we ask that you'd use it in our midst. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Brothers and sisters, the title of my sermon is The Supremacy of Jesus Christ. The Supremacy of Jesus Christ. Who is Jesus Christ? Uh, to some, he was a historical figure. Others say he was just an influential teacher. Some say he was a rebel and a revolutionary. A popular podcaster, Joe Rogan, asked recently, was he even a real person? C.S. Lewis once proposed that Jesus Christ is either a liar, a lunatic, or Lord. Was he a good man? Was he a madman? Was he a con man? Or was he the God man? Who is Jesus Christ? What has he accomplished? One historian, H.G. Wells, says, says, I'm a historian, I'm not a believer, but I must confess as a historian that this preacher from Nazareth is irrevocably the center of history. Jesus Christ is easily the most dominant figure in all history. Our brothers and sisters, we are in Colossians, and here is the message of Colossians. In short, the gospel is enough because Jesus is supreme. The gospel is enough because Jesus is supreme. For a time together this morning, I want us to see that Jesus is supreme so we can trust him, worship him, obey him, and warn others about the dangers of forsaking him. Now we've looked at our passage this morning. And I want to give the first point. Jesus Christ is supreme because Jesus Christ is God made 
manifest. The Lord Jesus Christ is supreme in his identity because he is a God revealed. He is God made manifest. Look at verse 15. He is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of all creation. Now let's unpack this statement. He is the image of the invisible God. You can also put it this way. Jesus Christ is the invisible God made manifest. Jesus Christ is the perfect representation and the exact likeness of God. In other words, Jesus Christ is God revealed. Jesus Christ is God himself. Jesus Christ is supreme in his identity because Jesus Christ is God made manifest. Jesus Christ is the very God of very God. He is fully God in every way and he has been so from eternity. Listen to what Hebrews chapter 1 verse 3 says. He, meaning Jesus, is the radiance of the glory of God and the exact imprint of his nature. Look in your passage there in Colossians chapter 1. Just look with me at verse 19a. For in him all the fullness of God was pleased to dwell. Colossians 2.9. For in him the whole fullness of deity dwells bodily. Jesus Christ is supreme because he is God made manifest. He is the invisible God revealed. John 1 1 says, In the beginning was the Word, the Word was with God, and the Word was God, and the Word was in the beginning with God. And the Word became flesh and dwelt among us, as we have seen His glory, the glorious of the beloved Son from the Father, full of grace and truth. John 1 18, No one has ever seen God, the only God who is at the Father's side. He has made Him known. John 12 45, And whoever sees me sees Him. Who sent me? Jesus Christ is God revealed. John 14, Jesus Christ talks to Thomas. He says, Thomas, Thomas said to him, Lord, we do not know where you are going. How can we know the way? Jesus said to him, I am the way, the truth, and the life, and no one comes to the Father except through me. Jesus Christ interacts with Philip. Philip said to him, Lord, show us the Father, and it is enough for us. And Jesus said to him, Have I been with you for so long, and you still do not know me, Philip? He truly is the image of the invisible God. Brethren, Jesus Christ is God made manifest. Do you know him in this way? Is he God in your life? Can you speak like the Apostle Paul in Philippians 1.21? For to me to live is Christ and to die is gain. In the original, for to me to live Christ, to die, gain. Can you speak like Paul in Philippians 3, 8 way? He says, indeed, I count everything as loss for the surpassing worth of knowing Christ Jesus my Lord. Can you speak like Paul in Philippians 3, verse 10, when he says, that I may know him, is Jesus Christ the God of your life. Let us continue. There's more, brethren. Jesus Christ is supreme over creation. Jesus Christ is supreme 
because he is supreme over all creation. Look at verse 15b. He is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of all creation. Jesus Christ, it says here in this text, he is the firstborn. This term, firstborn, speaks about authority. It speaks about the one to whom belongs the right and dignity of the firstborn. The firstborn was a code word for the coming Messiah to the Jews. In Psalm 89 verse 27 it says, And I will make him the firstborn, the highest of the kings of the earth. The people of Israel as a whole were sometimes called the firstborn to indicate their highest rank and position as recipients of the Father's love. Look at that in Exodus 4, 22. So when, G, when Paul calls Jesus Christ the firstborn of creation, he means that highest honor belongs to him. Christ is completely supreme in creation. You see, this term firstborn brings out the idea here of an heir, the idea of a ruler, of a leader, of one with authority and power. See, Paul says Jesus Christ is the firstborn of creation. And what he means by this is that Jesus Christ is the Lord of creation. Jesus Christ is the owner of creation. is the author of creation. is the ruler of creation. He has authority over creation. And he has dominion over all creation. Jesus Christ is number one. And there is no number two. He stands first and he stands alone. Jesus Christ... Is supreme. Look at how this point is further emphasized in Colossians 1 verse 16. Jesus Christ is supreme over all creation. Why? Look at 16 and 17. For by him all things were created in heaven and on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or dominions or rulers or authorities, all things were created through him and for him and he's before all things and in him all things hold together jesus christ is supreme over all creation because he is the creator of all for by him all things were created he made all things he made all things in heaven and earth he made all things visible and invisible he made all government all kings all leaders all thrones, all dominions, all authorities, all things were created by him, were created through him and for him. See, in other words, everything that exists owes its existence to Jesus Christ. For by him, all things were created. All things were created by his hand. All things are held at his command. He knows the mystery of the seas, the secrets of the stars. He knows he guides all the planets along their way and he tends the earth to another day. He made all planets, all stars, all galaxies. He made all things material and immaterial. He made all things seen and unseen. Jesus Christ is the maker of all things. And there is nothing that exists that does not owe its existence to him. And that's why we say Jesus Christ is supreme. And Jesus Christ made you. No exception. Brethren, Jesus Christ is not just a creator, but the passage continues to tell us that he is the goal of creation. Look at verse 16. All things were created through him and for him. 
All things have been created with reference to him. Creation is made to glorify Jesus Christ. Men and women are made for Jesus Christ. Men and women in the world are made to honor him. They are made to love him, to live for him, and to proclaim him to the nations. And this is why we sing, all glory be to Christ, our King. All glory be to Christ. His rule and reign will ever sing. All glory be to Christ. Jesus Christ is not a mere historical figure. Jesus Christ was not a mere teacher who was unfortunate and crucified. Jesus Christ was not a mere revolutionary. Jesus Christ was not a rebel. Jesus Christ is God made manifest. And Jesus Christ is the author of creation. He is supreme. Is he supreme in your life? Look at verse 17. It tells us that he is the uncreated creator. He is before all things. And in him all things hold together. What does this mean? He is before all things. This means that Jesus Christ had no beginning. It means he is eternal. He is outside of time. He predates creation. It means that Jesus Christ is the first mover, the immovable mover, and the uncreated creator. See, it also implies that Jesus Christ needed no assistance in creating. He's the one who created out of nothing, ex nihilo. He's before all things. Colossians 1.17 John 8.56 Jesus says this himself. Hear this from the words of the master. Says your father Abraham rejoiced that he would see my day. He saw it and was glad. So the Jews said to him, You are not yet 50 years old. And have you seen Abraham? Jesus said to them, Truly, truly, I say to you, before Abraham was, I am. He is indeed the Alpha and the Omega, the first and the last, the beginning and the end. He's supreme over all creation because he is the creator and creation was made for him. He predates creation and he's the sustainer of creation. Verse 17b, in him all things hold together. Hebrews 1 verse 3, it says, He is the radiance of the glory of God and the exact imprint of his nature and he upholds the universe by the power, by the word of his power. Jesus Christ is the sustainer of the universe. He creates and controls creation. He originates and orders creation. He is the provider and sustainer of creation. May we worship him. May our reverence for him be rekindled. And third, Jesus is supreme in the church. Look at verse 18 to 20. He is the head of the body, the church. He is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, that in everything he might be preeminent. See, brothers and sisters, Jesus Christ is supreme in the church as leader and captain. Jesus is the control center of the church. 
He's the leader. He's the authority of the church. He gives the marching orders to the redeemed. He's the life giver of the church. And Ephesians chapter 4 verse 15, it says, it says, rather speaking the truth in love, we are to grow up in every way into him who is the head, into Christ. Jesus Christ is the head of the church. He provides direction for the church. And in the church, Jesus decides, directs, and he rules. And, and why does Jesus Christ have authority of the church? Look at verse 18b. He's the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, that in everything he might be preeminent. What does this mean? It means that Jesus Christ is the triumphant king who conquered death and he resurrected never to die again. You see, Jesus Christ is a supreme savior. He's the hope of the nations. He is the life giver. Jesus Christ is the source of salvation. He is the supplier of salvation and he's the sustainer of salvation. See, Jesus Christ is the purchaser of our salvation. He is the possessor of salvation and he is the provider of our salvation. Jesus Christ is supreme in the church as leader and captain. Matthew 28 verse 18, verse 18, it says, And Jesus came and said to them, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. 1 Corinthians 15, 27, For God has put all things in subjection under his feet. A Puritan, Thomas Adams, says, Jesus Christ is the sum of the whole Bible. He's prophesied, he's typified, he's prefigured, he's exhibited, he's demonstrated, and he's to be found in every leaf, almost in every line of scripture. Another, Isaac Ambrose, he says, think of Christ as the very substance, marrow, soul, and scope of the whole scriptures. This Jesus, I declare to you this morning, trust him, put your faith in him. In John 14, Jesus Christ says this about himself in verse 16. I'm the way, the truth, and the life, and no one comes to the Father except through me. In John chapter 4, verse 14, Jesus says, Whoever drinks the water I give them will never thirst again. Indeed, the water I give them will become to them a spring of water welling up to eternal life. John 11 in verse 26, Jesus says, And everyone who lives and believes in me shall never die. And he says this, Do you believe this? And this is the challenge of Jesus Christ. Not just for us to understand him at the intellectual level, but for us to truly believe in him, to believe these things about him. And I appeal to you this day, believe this about Jesus Christ. Jesus is supreme. He is God made manifest. He is supreme in creation and he's supreme in the church. I appeal with you this morning. And if you, you do not believe Jesus, in, if you don't believe these things about Jesus, if you do not believe in him in this way, then you believe in a lesser Jesus. But this is the supreme Jesus that I want to proclaim to you. Jesus, God made manifest. Jesus, supreme in creation. Jesus, supreme in the church. And let us look at our last point. Jesus is supreme in reconciliation. 
Jesus is supreme in reconciliation. The logical flow of Paul's argument is this. Jesus Christ is God. Jesus Christ is in authority. Jesus Christ made everything, including you and I. He made everything for himself. He must be preeminent in all things. And what is it that messed up this picture? Sin. Our sin and rebellion has caused us to seek preeminence, first place and honor for ourselves. We who were made to honor Jesus as God chose to make ourselves into God. We who were made to honor God, we chose to defy ourselves. We want to be worshipped, we want to be admired and glorified. We who were made to submit to the authority of Jesus Christ thought it better to reject him and trust and follow our own ways. We who were made for him decided that life is all about us and our desires. We who were made to enjoy fellowship with Christ have now become enemies of Christ. And our sin has separated us from God. Our sin deserves punishment. Our sin has created a gulf between us and God. And so Jesus intervenes, the supreme reconciler. Here comes Jesus, the savior of the world. Look at verse 19 to 20. For in him all the fullness of God was pleased to dwell and through him to reconcile all things, whether on earth or in heaven, making peace by the blood of his cross. It is only Jesus who is fully man and fully God who can bring reconciliation between God and man. See, the passage tells us that Jesus provides reconciliation and he brings peace by the blood of his cross. In 2 Corinthians 5, 19, it says, In Christ, God was reconciling the world to himself not counting their trespasses against them and entrusting to us the message of reconciliation. In Ephesians 2, 13, it says, But now in Christ Jesus, you who once were far away have been brought near by the blood of Christ. Romans 5, 10, it says, For if while we were God's enemies, we were reconciled to him through the death of his son. 2 Corinthians 5.21 For our sake he made him to be sin who knew no sin so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. In Ephesians 2 verse 14 it tells us that he himself is our peace. Jesus the supreme reconciler. He is supreme in reconciliation. Other saviors are fake saviors. They might provide temporary relief but they do not remove the poison of sin. They might make bold promises, but they will fail to deliver the healing. Other saviors are worthless saviors. It can only be God who can provide reconciliation between men and God. Show me a savior who not only restores men to God, but restores creation to perfection. Show me a savior who removes the heart of stone and gives men the heart of flesh. Show me a savior who not only saves, but preserves and guarantees glorification. Show me a savior who is patient and kind. 
Show me a savior who will tell you that my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Show me a savior who after making purification for sin sat down at the right hand of the majesty of high. Show me a savior who is a supreme reconciler and a supreme savior. Show me a savior who guarantees that your past and present and future sins will be forgiven in him. Show me a savior who says I will never leave you nor forsake you. Show me a savior who put his life so he can give you life. Show me a savior who died for you so you can live in him. Show me a savior who was separated from God so you can be reconciled with God. Show me a savior who is the God man supreme to reconcile men with God. Do you know Jesus? He's a supreme savior. Turn away from your sin and trust him for your salvation. Ephesians 3 verse 8, it says, To know Jesus is to know unsearchable riches. May he be first in our lives. He must get first place. First place in our families. Jesus must get first place in our marriages. First place in our professions. He must get first place in our mission and ministry. He must get first place in matters of intellect. He must get first place in our time. He must get first place in our love and relationships. He must get first place in our conversations. He must have first place in our pleasures, in our eating, in our play, in our athletics, in what we watch. He must get first place in art, in music, and he must get first place in worship. Let us give him first place. May this be a church of the Supreme Jesus Christ. Jesus was no ordinary man. He is the glorious God-man. God made manifest, supreme in creation, supreme in the church, and supreme in reconciliation. Lord, we thank you that we have the God-man, our supreme Savior, Jesus Christ. And I pray that those who have not come to faith in him may have their eyes opened this morning may they submit to Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of sin and eternal life we ask Lord that we would not move away from Jesus Christ that we would be a church that proclaims the supreme Jesus Christ we ask this in Jesus name Amen